on this episode of the Answers on Aging podcast. So many times when I do documents with people, um, you know, we've we've gone through it, we've done it, and I'm like, okay, that's it. And they say, you know, I'm going to sleep better tonight. Mm -hmm. And that's just, you know, that is confirmation to me. And it's just hopefully, you know, telling you, you want peace of mind, you want to sleep better knowing this is taken care of. I just, so many times people come in, it's like, um, dad's had a stroke. He's incapacitated. He talked about doing it for years now, but he just never got around to it. Mm -hmm. And and now it's too late. So let's just, let's just get it done. I'm not saying come to me. I'm saying go get it done. Welcome to the Answers on Aging podcast. This podcast provides solutions to your questions and commonly faced challenges about caregiving, legal, and financial issues, personal struggles associated with the normal aspects of aging, and the unforeseen obstacles that oftentimes can be life-altering and even devastating. Each episode dissects real life, real-time issues, and will often feature special guests who bring expert-level knowledge and free resources straight to you. This podcast is hosted by certified elder law attorney Todd Watley and licensed nursing home administrator Sarah Scott. Together, these aging experts bring an impressive combined 30-plus years of experience to the table in order to give you all the answers on aging. That's right. This is the Answers on Aging podcast and YouTube video channel. And um, as always, we thank you so much for listening. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for subscribing so that you get notified whenever there's a new one. And as always, I say we, I am here with my co-host, Sarah Scott. Hey, Todd Watley. Welcome, everybody, to Answers on Aging. This is what we do. We give you all the answers that you could possibly need and then some about aging, how to plan ahead is what we're talking about today and why. And so, but yes, we are excited to see our downloads going up and up and up and really encourage you to share this information with your family, your friends, your aging loved ones, anybody that hasn't died young needs to be listening. (laughs) That's a good way to put it. So yeah, we've talked Everything we're going to talk about today, we've probably done a podcast on, Mm -hmm. but I want to put it in the context of planning ahead because Mm -hmm. Sarah does all the initial phone calls. I see, see people once they come in and it's, it's most phone calls. People say, I wish I would have done this earlier because you can wait too late. You, you can wait later and you, we don't know what tomorrow holds. Right. And um, it is imperative that you do the things we've talked about early, and hopefully today we're going to explain to you why it is so important to plan ahead. That's right. So we've talked many times in previous episodes, and you'll hear it again today, that when things happen that we are not expecting, or maybe we do expect them, it and we haven't planned ahead, that you flip over into crisis mode. Mm-hmm. And when you're in crisis mode, your emotions are high, your intelligence is low, bad decisions are made, and you you can't really focus on what actually matters and and know that the decisions that you're making are the right ones or the best ones. And so that's really the importance of what you're going to learn about today. And um, I think more than anything, when you're planning ahead, the 
most important thing I think that just kind of sticks out in my mind is that peace of mind to know, okay, when the day comes that we have to make a move or we have to start taking over mom or dad's finances, um, We've got the powers of attorney in place. The bank already has a copy of them. Mom and dad don't have to sign anything. We've got everything in place. I can just breathe and know I've got peace of mind and I've had things in order for this very thing. So many times when I do documents with people, um, you know, we've, we've gone through it, we've done it. And I'm like, okay, that's it. And they say, you know, I'm going to sleep better tonight. Mm -hmm. And that's just, you know, that is confirmation to me. And it's just hopefully, you know, telling you, you want peace of mind. You want to sleep better knowing this is taken care of. I just, so many times people come in, it's like, um, dad's had a stroke. He's incapacitated. He talked about doing it for years now, but he just never got around to it. Mm -hmm. it. And now it's too late so let's just let's just get it done i'm not saying come to me i'm saying go get it done get it done correctly listen to those podcasts that talk about how it's done correctly but just get it done so that you can have some peace of mind and sleep better tonight Mm -hmm. that's right and then the next reason that you need to be planning ahead is because you could potentially have a lot to lose yeah i mean do it now because you can Okay, do it now. There is a point when you can't do it anymore. You're dead, obviously, but if you become incapacitated or if you develop dementia, develop a progressive disease, there's going to be a point when you're not thinking clearly and you are not going to do things that need to be done in that state of mind Mm -hmm. that you would do today. And so there's, like Sarah just said, if you wait too late and we have to take other action to have someone do things for you, that's known as a guardianship and it's expensive. And in a lot of States, it takes away your right to do the Medicaid planning, Mm -hmm. which we've talked about before with the Medicaid rules. We're able to protect a large portion of your estate, almost all of it. If you're married and a majority of it, sometimes a 60 or 70% majority of it, if you're single, but we can only do that outside of a guardianship typically and particularly in Arkansas you you if there's a guardianship you cannot do the Medicaid planning so the documents we do early give the agent the ability to actually do those things that can help you protect your estate and you if someone does have to obtain guardianship for you you lose all of your decision making rights you lose all of your rights somebody else is basically stepping in and it's essentially like okay, they're a baby and I'm going to do everything Mm -hmm. for them and they don't get to make any decisions and they don't get to have a say in what happens in their life. So not only can you lose money and lose potential Medicaid benefits, you lose your rights. Yeah. And if you don't plan your estate, you're going through probate Mm -hmm. and a judge will just, the, the state law that you're in will decide where your stuff goes and Honestly, many times that is what people want, but just the process of going through probate is expensive. It Mm -hmm. is time consuming. It's a hassle that you don't have to go through and you're going to lose a good portion, five to 10% of your estate going through probate when that doesn't have to happen. You can make sure that goes directly where you want it to go without that expense. Yeah, I don't think anybody 
has any type of estate that they're like, oh, yeah, I just want to go ahead and right off the top give the state of Arkansas or California or whoever, you know, 5 or 10% of everything I've worked for in my entire life. Right. And it's, you don't have to. You don't have to, yeah. So number three is, and I think what surprises people is, and I've kind of swung by this a little bit, but planning ahead is always better. I can save more stuff planning ahead than I can in crisis planning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so if you come see us early, we can at least talk about some things you can do, such as an irrevocable trust or, um, you know, doing some gifting now to get things taken care of, clear up some confusion about taxes and gifts and, and inheritance tax, all of that stuff. We can talk about it early. And many times there are things you can do right now that you'll love and your kids will love you doing now. And it, it, it helps everybody, saves your estate, helps the kids. You get to see the kids, enjoy the money, do some things. There's just always more we can do early than we can in a crisis. That's right. And so, you know, planning early, coming in early, bringing this to the attention of someone early to say, hey, help me figure this out. What can I do now that I couldn't do if we're going into the nursing home within a year? And I think you will be very surprised at what we can do to protect your thing. And just a quick point here, I did say, if you're married, we can protect almost everything. That's true for one spouse going in. Right. The issue is when that second spouse needs to go in, then we're dealing with a, quote, single person, and we can only protect, I say only, we can protect about 70, 60 to 70, but that leaves 30 to 40% that we can't protect. Mm -hmm. But if you come in early, a lot of times we can protect that 30 or 40% or a much higher percentage. We could get it up to 80 or 90% with the right numbers, with health, different things. I'm just saying we can always do better planning early than planning or having to react within a crisis. That's right. That's right. Okay. The next reason that you want to plan ahead is because once you're established with an elder law attorney, um, when things actually need to start happening, when it's time to move into the nursing home, um, there are some advantages to already being established Mm -hmm. with that attorney. So talk about that. Yeah. So it's interesting, you know, a lot of attorneys are busy and the good elder law attorneys are very busy. And in my office, um, my front office person knows that I will see previous clients before new clients. And so if you've established things with me, if you've done something with me, I generally waive the initial consult fee because you've already done something. Sure. Come in, let's clarify things. If it's not too many times, I don't, charge a fee for that. But if you're having a crisis and you need to see me and you're a new client, we will work to get you in super quick. If, or if you're an established client, if you're a new client, it's like, well, we will get you in, but you know, I see established clients first and then I will see new clients and almost all attorneys will be that way. So having an agreement, having some work done with an attorney, they already know you, they know what's going on, they can jump right in and help you sometimes with just a phone call. And it's just better for you to have that relationship with the attorney so that they can help you better later on, 
but then also probably help you quicker than if you don't have that relationship. That's right. So the next reason that it's really the best idea to plan ahead is because you're the one in the driver's seat. You're the Mm -hmm. one calling the shots saying, I want this person to do these things for me when I no longer can. Um, and the way I always explain it to clients whenever we're in that, that initial consult is when I no longer can can be defined as because I'm in a coma, but it could also be defined as because I'm on a cruise in the middle of the ocean. Or I don't want to do it anymore. Or I'm just tired and I don't want to get out of the house today. Mm-hmm. So when I no longer can doesn't always imply incapacity. Right. And it puts you in the driver's seat. You get to call the shots. You get to control Who's going to do certain things for you when you no longer can? Mm-hmm. It's it's beautiful. And if you go to probate or if you go to guardianship, a judge will decide who gets to do that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people, your kids you know, can dress up and act really nice for an hour. Mm-hmm. But you're the one who knows the kids. You know who's going to be best with money. You know who's going to be the best one standing over your hospital bed making those final decisions. De- decisions for you, you know which kid's not going to do a good job of that. And a judge has no way to know that. And a judge is just going to pick whoever acts nicest or raises the biggest stink. I, you know, I don't know. Thankfully, yeah. I don't do guardianships very often. But um, it's out of your control. You know your kids, you know your family, and you may not think any kid's worth doing it. Yeah. Okay, but the law presumes a family member, typically a child first, and none of your kids may be the ones to do it. You want someone else. You do legal documents to choose the best person. And mm-hmm. it's just, the point is, you get to choose if you plan early. If you wait, it is out of your control, out of your scope of decisions and someone else who doesn't know you doesn't know your kids doesn't know anything other than what they see in front of them for an hour is who they choose and it could be devastating it could be and if you choose and something goes awry this kid just falls off the rocker and starts doing drugs or whatever if you want to choose or if you want to change who you chose to be your power of attorney agent you get to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you can always choose if that person does go bad, you get to choose. So I do like to use war stories sometimes. I, I don't like to bring a lot of war stories. But just recently in my office, we had a case where the where the client came to see me a few years ago, and we did an irrevocable trust mm-hmm. to protect his assets from Medicaid was the initial purpose. But what this did was it protected it from a new spouse. This guy's wife died soon after he saw us and he immediately got latched on um, by this woman that was 25 years younger than him. Mm -hmm. And she came up and just made herself at home. She moved in. She started um, taking money. They got married And particularly once she was married to him, she started trying to get him to change everything, give her everything. And he he did basically give her everything that he could. But thankfully, we did this irrevocable trust Mm -hmm. that he is not the trustee of and he is not the beneficiary of. And so the vast majority of his assets, real estate and some bank accounts was in this irrevocable trust. She couldn't get to him. 
And it's not that new wives are bad. It's that this new wife was horrible. She preyed upon this old man. I mean, it was like he was 50 and she was she was 50. He was like 75 pushing 80 and was not making good decisions, was very susceptible to her persuasion. And she moved in and basically got everything transferred to her name. And but thankfully, she could not get to the irrevocable trust assets. And so the big farm, some other things were absolutely protected because this guy planned ahead. And we truly do not think he was in his right mind. And actually, toward the end, he left her. He Mm -hmm. finally got his gut full of her. He left her. And we were about to start doing some things to officially get her not to be the power of attorney anymore, do things. And the guy passed away. Very suspicious, very scary. But thankfully, you know, the irrevocable trust that was done early when he was clearly in his right mind, knew what he wanted, protected for Medicaid, which he never needed, but it also protected from this predator that was coming after him. So please, please, please understand that planning ahead is always better than crisis planning. We can save more. We'll see you faster. It just, it, leaves you in control or you've chosen the person to be in control that you know is going to be best. Mm -hmm. It's just better all around. All the way around. Yeah. Great, great information. Hopefully this episode has been really helpful for you and you actually do what we're talking about. Okay. (laughs) You can listen and we appreciate it. We love the downloads, but we do this podcast to help prevent crisis mode planning to help make the aging process as smooth as it can possibly be. It's not easy. It's not for sissies. But by actually applying the information that you get from our podcast, you will be really happy later Mm -hmm. and thank us. Yep. Yes, you will. All right. Thank you all very much. Thanks for listening. And we will see you all next time. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Answers on Aging podcast with Todd and Sarah. Be sure to hit subscribe and keep tuning in each week as they bring you helpful, useful, and easy-to-find resources for making life as we age as simple and enjoyable as possible. For more information about this episode, visit AnswersOnAgingPodcast.com. Click on the show notes tab and take advantage of the free resources right there at your fingertips. To see Todd and Sarah live, check out our Facebook page, Answers on Aging, to catch a live feed of their radio show every Wednesday morning from 9 to 10 o'clock. Todd and Sarah welcome feedback and love to answer your questions. So please, let them know what you think by leaving a review and share with your friends and family.